Good Tuesday morning. we got some clouds out there and temps in the low 40s, headed for the upper 60s today. And it's time now for another community health update. Our Pike County update with the Milford COVID Volunteer Task Force, Milford Mayor Sean Strube, Infectious Disease Specialist Dr. Doug Mannion. Good morning, guys. Hey, good morning, George. Morning, George. Good morning, Sean. Good morning, Dr. Doug. And how was your weekend? We had a great weekend. It was beautiful in Milford and uh, people were out and about. It was a good weekend. You had a fantastic uh, turnout for your event on Saturday with the uh, Milford COVID Volunteer Task Force and volunteers doing a big cleanup. Uh, it was astonishing. You know, for the last several years, we've had a cleanup day in the spring and we'll get, you know, 15, 20, maybe one year we got 35 people. Well, this year, the Milford Enhancement Committee did it in partnership with the Milford Garden Club and the Milford Borough Shade Tree Commission. We had over 200 people show up Saturday morning at nine o'clock, meeting in front of the community house. They got uh, t-shirts and orange vests and rakes and bio bags and grass seed and mulch all over the borough in the parks in the commercial district. Uh, you know, business owners were coming out and giving people water and thanking them. It was honestly, it was just the most, it was like a Norman Rockwell painting. You know, when you see people in a community come together, crossing whatever divides they have, ideological or political, you know, whatever it is, just to work together to kind of clean up and spruce up the place where we live, uh, taking pride in the place where we live uh, was, it was heartening. And then everybody gathered at the Ann Street Park for, for lunch, donated by the Dimmick and the Milford Diner and Naked Bagel had provided us bagels and the Hotel Flochere gave some lunch and had lunch. And people went home and they took vaccination signs. Let's vax Pike County, the signs said. Uh, so those are popping up around the county as well. And we got a lot of them distributed Saturday. That's fantastic news to get that many people. Uh, and I'm, if I'm not mistaken, if my memory is, serves me correct, it was a little chilly Saturday morning, wasn't it? It was a little bit chilly, but you know when you're when you're out there working, it, you, you, you forget that pretty quickly. The you know the other thing to point out of those 200 people. I'll bet at least three quarters of them don't live in Milford Borough. You know, Milford is a front door for the county. Uh, about fifteen or eighteen thousand people have Milford as a mailing address, and and you know, we, we're proud that the county takes pride in Milford and cares about how it is kept. So that was also encouraging, seeing people from Dingman's Ferry and from Shahola, even Lackawaxen, and. Uh, coming uh, to help with this effort. Yeah, absolutely. Just because you don't live in one certain spot. I mean, I don't live in downtown Honesdale. I don't live in downtown Hawley. I live in between, but uh, I still take pride in that uh, they're my local communities. So absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Doug. Dr. Doug, you know, Sean, there was some great news, volunteers, people doing stuff for the community. <clears throat> All right. We're looking to hear something good from you. Yeah. So let's start with what I think is really good news. So, uh, Sean and I and the other members of the uh, Milford uh, COVID Relief Fund, uh, in in collaboration with the Pike County Commissioners, the Township of Milford, Milford and Milford uh, uh, Borough Council, uh, have put together a free Moderna COVID uh, vaccination clinic to occur tomorrow at the uh, Roman Catholic Church, St. Pat's here in Milford. Uh, and we had 150 slots available, and all of those slots were filled within about 48 hours. Excellent. Uh, that, which is great, which just goes to show you that if you make it easy where people don't need to travel, don't need to take time off work, can actually register by phone and talk to a human being, there's an awful lot of pent-up demand for vaccine that we have to find more creative ways yet to tap. 
So we're partnering with all of those jurisdictions, the county, the township, the borough, to think of what we do next, you know, to capitalize on this demand. Because there may be 10% of people who won't ever want to get vaccinated, but right now it's 60% of people haven't even tried to get vaccinated. And, and we have to have to alter that. We're never going to get out of this pandemic. It's, it's obvious. So that's a real ray of hope to me that if we kind of change it up a bit, uh, we had billboards, we had signs, we did radio programs, we did a whole bunch of outreach to businesses, to faith groups, uh, and you know it all seems to have paid off, right? So much, much more to be done on that front, but it gives me a lot of hope. And that's against the backdrop where the numbers on the national level in terms of new uh, people vaccinated uh, per day is really kind of awful. So we've gone from 3.4 million doses a day to only 2.7 million doses a day. Now, Dr. So Doug, let me ask you a question. Let me just jump in here. Decline. Let me just jump in yep. here. You said 3.4 down to 2. Point what? 7. 2.7. Uh, do those figures, can they tell the difference between first doses and second doses? Because if they're second doses, it's really the same folks. Right. right. So it's it's more than half of the doses being given are second doses. So the, overwhelmingly, the decline is in fewer first doses being given out. Okay, understood. Almost all of the, and that's what you, I mean, of course, it'd be terrible if people didn't get their second dose, but at least they got a dose. But most people show up for their second appointment, not over 90% based on local data, but fewer people are signing up to get their first dose, and that's really haunting. That means vaccines are just on the shelf waiting. And in some states, the usage is only 60%. So 60% of vaccines that have been allocated to states are, have been used. Uh, here, it's closer to 85%, which is better. It should be, of course, closer to 100%. Uh, but that is a really bad trend that we need to, uh, that we need to fix pretty quickly. Um, I do have uh, some other good news, though, and that is that uh, Pike County has gotten its act together at least a little bit, and we are no longer the, the worst of surrounding counties when it comes to new infections. Uh, in fact, we had the lowest rate among the Pocono counties uh, and and uh, second lowest amongst all the regional counties. You know, Orange County, New York has the lowest um, at uh, 25 new cases per day on average uh, uh, per 100,000 population. And we're at 30. Uh, Monroe, though, is very high at 43 and they're seeing a bit of a spike. And Monroe County has a 15% PCR test positivity rate, which is astronomically high. So there's something going on in Monroe that we're hoping they're going to be able to get a handle on very quickly. The uh, the numbers that we were looking for, I remember when this all started, weren't we trying to be uh, below 50 per uh, 100,000 people for 14 days? For 14 days, yes. Yeah, so you got to multiply the numbers I gave you by 14. So we're way over that number, right? So just to make you know the point, uh, Pike, even though it's better, is at 420 for the last 14 days as opposed to 50 being desirable. Uh, Monroe's at 602. So, you know, 12 times, Monroe's 12 times higher than where they want to be. Uh, you know, we're nine times higher than where we want to be, but at least we're going down. So going down is better than going up. Uh, Pike's test positivity rate though is still very high at 13%. So there's an awful lot of virus going around and no one should think just because some people have been vaccinated or the weather's warming up that this thing's going to go away. Uh, this thing is still there. Sadly, it's still killing half, you know, 500 uh, people to 1,000 people a day across the country. Uh, and another, you know, something that people need to look out for is what's going on in India. So India is the second most populous country in the world, just barely behind China. China has a very robust public health system. India has almost none. And the, the death rates in India and the new infection rates in India are sky high. And uh, we're going to see a disaster in India a public health disaster in India that like we have never seen before.
why is this happening now? Why didn't this happen six months ago, eight months ago? Wow, we're, we're 14 months into this, and this is happening now. Why? Uh, it's a great question, and I don't have a great answer for it. Um, the, the, I mean, there, there always had been uh, quite a bit of transmission in India. Of course, they, they do have variants there that are propagating much more rapidly. Uh, also, though, the, the, the testing there was very, very poor. Uh, and so, you know, and testing even now is very poor. So the reason why we know things are going really, really bad there is a massive excess in unexplained deaths, which is all being ascribed to COVID. But it's, if you look at what's, you know, at the news on this, it is, it is a, a terrible, terrible uh, disaster, human disaster. Okay. And, and India, by the way, because of there being so many people, because they're not having a good healthcare system, is the most likely place where a very bad variant is going to arise and one that is going to be resistant to vaccines and therapies. And, and you know, that's what we all want to avoid. Okay. So uh, basically on the local scene, uh, if uh, folks can have an easier time uh, obtaining the vaccine, that, that that's what the, we're kind of looking for, what you uh, accomplished here with your uh, vaccine coming up at the clinic in Milford. Yeah, uh, just really parochially for Milford, the Walgreens has the uh, Pfizer vaccine, which means even 16 and 17 year olds can get vaccinated locally in Milford Borough. Uh, and you can phone them to get an appointment. And they had tw- they have 21 appointments available for today. So anyone you know in Milford, or don't even have to be from Milford. If you want to get vaccinated with the Pfizer vaccine today, just call the number at Walgreens. That's easy. Simple. Okay. Yeah. And uh, real quick, the, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, that's a go again? Coming back online. Uh, they've changed the safety wording to just describe these cases of clots, but they have not restricted the use in any age groups or, or, you know, in some parts of Europe, for instance, they've restricted the use in young women. Uh, the FDA has chosen not to do that, uh, and it's coming back online. All right. Sean, uh, to help out the Milford COVID Volunteer Task Force, we always ask you this question, but it's a question worth asking. How do we help out? Protectpike at gmail.com uh, for information. Uh, if folks want or, or if people want one of our vaccine signs with the Rosie the Riveter image, uh, or if they want to help pay for those signs or pay for sanitation supplies for local organizations, they go to greaterpike.org and go to the fund for the Milford uh, COVID Relief Fund. Uh, they're an option of different funds at the greaterpike.org, and you just go to the Milford COVID Relief Fund and make a donation there. Okay, and I always follow your Milford COVID Volunteer Fa- Task Force Facebook page as well. All right, guys, uh, thanks for the information again. Again, if anything happens, before we talk again next Tuesday, please update us. Uh, we'll keep our listeners updated as well. Thank you so much. Thank you, George. Thanks, George. And thank you.